2: This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi-Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. Ask Ashley, the podcast is sponsored by Cox. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
4: Wait, fine have just done. I'm, I'm really drunk, I'm not sure what, what I've just said.
5: <laughs> All right? He says, yeah, you "Yeah, some good stuff, though. What do you reckon? Yeah,
4: it's This crisp has been sitting there since you started.
5: It's been sitting there for about an hour and a half? It
4: went on the floor as well, hasn't it?
5: Yeah, it did, yeah. Uh, Branigan's roast beef and mustard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rain crisp, isn't
4: it? <laughs> really good. Yeah, it's good. In this fighting clock podcast coming up.
3: It's the fighting. It's the fighting clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting
4: clock. A oh, camel's shirt. So, Tony, when when you're in like a, a battle, there must be moments in your. When, when you're doing this battle rap thing where, where someone winds you up to a certain degree, because you, you've spoken before about, you know, it, it's a lot of it's bravado on, on yeah, stage. Yeah,
0: mostly, it's most of it.
4: Yeah, and you know, no, no matter what someone says in front of you, you can kind of just take it on the chin. Yeah, we're, we're in the back. we're
0: really friendly. Like, before and after, yeah. we, we're good friends, most of us. It's so like a block like boxers, when they get around and punch each other in the yeah. face, but at the end of it, mostly, they're, they're yeah. OK with yeah, it. Yeah, they're cool with it, because they know what they're in there for. Yeah. But, yeah, no, there's, there's little things that will wind you up. Like people that get too close, people that's really in your personal space. But the only thing to do is just put like lean into it, push back into it, and they will walk away, and like oh, really? they, they'll back up, yeah. Because <laughs> what else are they gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? If, if, for
4: anyone who listens to the and Club podcast, who's never watched Battle Rap before, it's um. It's essentially two, um, g- generally men, but there yeah, are some women yeah. involved. It's a, just
0: very aggressive man poems. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Yeah,
4: and, and, and for a long time Tony was considered the uh, very best in the UK. Yeah, for a minute. But things have, for, yeah. I, I I'm get saying the, the title. Point It's not falling off or anything. No, no you just I gave give it up, up the
0: title. Yeah, give it up. I earn more money, this way? What, um, what does that mean? Uh, I get paid more for not being a champ than I did for being a champ. Because well, you had some sort of obligation to yeah. do certain and battles. There were certain battles I couldn't take because I was the champ. There were certain leagues I couldn't go to. Um, so I freed myself of that. So um, it's a lot like boxing as well then? You, you, you weren't for certain... Pro-
4: pro- yeah. So you, is this when you were a part of uh, Don't Flop? Don't Flop, uh-huh. And Don't
0: Flop cause it was considered to be the premium... They, I, I still think, aside from what they're going through now, because it's a uh, shambles at the moment, but they're still considered to be the top... Uh, I guess the top tier of Battle Rap although now you've got Chalk Tart which is a new league Uh, you've got Cold Red which is another new league Um, and I'm headlining for both of them in January and February Um, they they kind of took the main pool of talent Don't Flop used to be you had the big boys came to Don't Flop and the, the little leagues around kind of fed off the ones who weren't right at the top yep um, and now with Don't the miles, I think it's like a free throw everybody's going everywhere like a line grab yeah everyone's having fun though like the fun element has really come back into it you go to events now it's a different sort of vibe um, yeah it's a lot of fun
5: Rick <coughs> Yeah you ever thought about <clears throat> battling well I was going to say I can relate to Tony a lot of what he's saying because yeah. me and my battle rap days yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it was heavy who, <laughs> who have you gone up Heavy D you gone up against him uh, no, I haven't actually. No, no. Fancy a piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All day. Made. Destroy them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's nothing I've I've ever done. And <clears throat> from when you first came on the show,
3: low, low, low yeah, watching <laughs> loads
5: of your YouTube um, videos and that, and like you're saying, it's uh, th- th- like there's two two bits to it really. Like the when you are kind of getting in someone's face and you're, like, proper just slagging them down before you're about to rap and stuff like that. It's that kind of, like, with MMA and boxing, where they try that psychology. Yeah, t- like, see, t- trying to kind of make you choke before you've even, um, before you've done anything. But then also there is that element of when you're about to kind of, uh, when, you- when you go into it people are saying really nasty things about
4: you and it hurts yeah it hurts i don't know if i could deal with it i I lose my temper at the the smallest thing sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i was with my missus on friday and i thought that i heard someone say something about my missus but it turned out he hadn't said anything and i'd lost my temper unnecessarily
0: (laughs) (laughs) but it was nothing so god knows what it'd be like with someone but you've got to remember you you're doing the same thing back to them and hopefully you consider yourself superior to that person, so everything that you say will be better and more cutting and more disrespectful than anything they're going to say. But Tony, you, so based on your, all your knowledge and, and experience in battle rap where
4: people say very horrible things to you, yeah, personal things, do you cope well when, I mean Spurs are in a situation now where we're, we're getting some pelters...
0: Yeah, how, yeah. How, do, how do you cope with that? With Arsenal fans giving it to you less well, or uh, okay? No, to be honest with you, it's it's one of them things. I decided a long, maybe I'll say a long time ago. No, it was about probably ten years ago. I decided that I can't let football ruin my weekend because that's what it was doing. It was bringing me down for a whole. You know, like you're yeah. in that funk till Monday. Yeah, you can't get out of it. So I did, I made a decision that it wasn't going to affect me. Hence, I haven't seen match of the day in a. Month. <laughs> I ain't seen Like, I just... What's that? Who, who, Gary, who? Uh-huh. I ain't seen it. Um, so, no, nah, at this point... I look on it like, if well, you want to pitch, if anyone says anything, did you play? No, shut the fuck up. Man. Really? Yeah, if you didn't play, don't come and don't gas over air. Because there is this big thing about we.
4: We all, all talk about us Spurs <laughs> as, as we, but um, it ain't yeah. really we. And when we're doing bad, it's them, isn't it? is <laughs> <there>? <laughs> <laughs> You lot fuck this up for all of us. <laughs> Rick, how you been coping the last couple of weeks?
5: Uh, you know me, I take it for... I, I've always... Uh, I need to ref- refrain that. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I've seen you in, in a bad, bad way. No, I was about to say, I, I, I was about to say, I've always taken it hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still true. Um, but, yeah, I'm always. Yeah, like like Tanya was saying, it, not only is it a weekend ruiner, but you need to get that next game to get out of your system. And when oh. the next game's a draw, or yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like, fucking hell, what are you doing to me? And I, I do take it really bad. And the thing that keeps me going and makes me smile is knowing that my dad takes it worse. <laughs> because he is fucking distraught, man. I hear him and I chat to him on the phone and I'm just giggling because I know he's just so cut up about it. And I am too, but it yeah. makes me laugh just the shit that he says. Yeah, other people's pain is always funny. <laughs> yeah. you know I mean?
0: It's always funny. It's why I'm a big fan of you being
5: trained.
4: <laughs> <laughs> T, do you ever go through uh, a poor form in your battle career where you thought
0: that nothing was ever going to go right you're never going to win another battle again no never I'll be honest with you I I tell everyone this story and it's a really good insight into how big my ego is right is that I went to Canada and I went there I don't normally write until like the last few days and then I then I spend all my time memorising it so I did the same thing for Canada but I had a really busy week trying to do this and that and pull some extra money together so I could go halfway around the world I wasn't focused on the battling part really so anyway, I got all the way there. I wrote my third round in the hotel in Canada about six hours before I was supposed to battle. So it wasn't going to go well, yeah. right? But I was standing in the ring, crowds all around, and the DJ was playing some some old school rap, and he was playing Fushnikins' Ring the Alarm, old school song at like ninety one, ninety two. I love it, and I was rapping along. And there was a point it occurred to me: Do you know what? I know these words. I don't know mine. Don't know what the fuck I'm gonna say. <laughs> And then it still... I thought about it and I thought, that's a problem. <laughs> and then the music kind of stopped and they started introducing us. And as he said my name, I still thought, yeah, I'm going to win this. And it literally wasn't until I went to open my mouth when it was on me and I realised I have got no fucking clue what I'm about to say. At that particular point, I realised... Oh, shit, this is going to go really, really bad. Oh, really? Like, yeah, up until the very moment when it was time for me to open my mouth, I was swear I was going to win. And I knew I didn't even know my shit. I knew I didn't know it. And it didn't occur to me I was going to lose until I opened my mouth and realised that the whole world was going to find out I didn't know it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I can't...
0: That's, oh, I can't even here, imagine yeah. what... I, I mean... What did you do? <sighs> I stumbled I I haven't watched it I refuse I don't watch myself anyway but that one I've never ever even been interested in Um, so I guess I kind of stumbled and and started my way through it and then said did you learn any lessons from that Uh, yes I did no I didn't Um, (laughs) no I'm because I still only rap my third round the day before I guess when you're in the UK you can kind of you It was just that particular, I had a really tough week um, Just trying to get together, you know, pocket money and stuff like that mm. So I can enjoy myself out there So just running around, I didn't have the time But uh, yeah, as far as, I'm really confident in, in what I do How like, confident are you in Spurs at, the, at this moment? Like, uh, the same level of confidence I've always had I think the same, if you're a true Tottenham supporter yeah. And you've been there for a few years it's just that same level of confidence you always have. That like, you could win, but you could so fucking lose. Like yeah. any game, any given game. Once you think we should go into this, we just won the last two, four nil, five nil. We're we'll going into this one. They're bottom of the league. They'll beat us one nil. Like it's just I'm used to it. Is it?
4: Is it though? I get that. I, I, you know what, I get that three years ago, and I, I understand it now because we have to. We're kind of eating a lot of humble. pie Some, some of us are eating humble pie because we we we've. I would say, I mean, actually, when you look at it, we lost to Arsenal, we drew against, we beat Dortmund, we drew against West Bromwich. We, you know, another day we yeah. probably would have won, and then we've drawn against Watford with ten men. How bad is this situation, Rick? Is it
5: really that bad? Lost to Leicester as well. Fuck, I forgot about that as well. Yeah, that was yeah. bad, wasn't it? Forgot yeah, it was about that one. was a bad one. That was a bad real it yeah, it <laughs> <a bad one. laughs> <laughs> It's, it's totally horrible people. because yeah. just Vardy scoring and just, oh, I hate him so much. That was a beautiful lob as well. And you I did. hate Leicester as well, man. Yeah. Like, I've got a, a mate that I went to school with and he's he's been a Leicester fan forever. Um, and every time, like, they, they get one over on us. And it's like like, 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 I go to say, yeah, mate, you're just a tin pot fucking team. Like, don't we're not even in the same leagues. But and then, they're, they're then, they're then a picture comes through of yeah. Vardy lifting the trophy. No, you know
0: what Anyone they all they need to do? Danny Simpson has got a Premier League yeah. winner's medal. Yeah. That's all you need to know, mate. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean... Do, Actually, I want to go back to something what uh, Tony was saying there about confidence. And going in there and just thinking that he's, he was going to win regardless. Do you think over the last couple of seasons of finishing third <coughs> and second, we've accumulated this confidence where we go into uh, lesser teams and just think we'll roll them over anyway, or Harry's just going to just bank it in anyway, or we, we have that cor- uh, confidence and arrogance that we needed to, to get through things, but also it can...
0: turn turns to complacency.
5: Yeah, exactly. And when, you've, when you haven't got like Wanyama, who hasn't played a game all season, and Toby's out, and a couple of other injuries, people returning, like Dembele, and they're, they're still a bit rusty and things like that. Um, and uh, e- Eriksen's kind of like, he seems like he's been... Sapped from his performance for Denmark, scoring a hat trick, um, and he just seems a bit kind of—he's uh, he's blown his load early.
4: Am I am I am I kind of unneedlessly confident or, or unjustly confident when I look at our performances of the games that we lost, including Leicester, and think that I can see the performances in this team, and I can see in other games we might have won. Or am I deluded? Because I, if you look at what's going on on Twitter, I, I feel deluded. I mean, yeah. it's not going to change the way I feel. I, it's, no, don't be wrong, it was fucking tough. I, can't, I, I wiped Leicester from my memory. When you said Leicester, <laughs> it was like, it all come flooding back in place for <laughs> about five seconds. It was horrible. But I kind of... I saw the performance in Leicester. I saw the performance against Watford. I saw the performance against West Brom. The results didn't go away, but I saw something there that thought, well, this is still the same, although... Yeah, I think in other seasons
0: these results. This have gone season, away. some but a lot of teams have worked out that if you really defend against us, if you put ten behind that ball, we don't have the key to unlock you at this particular point, either in the season or I don't know what it, whatever it is. At this moment, teams are defending really well, and you have got like teams like City, who teams are shutting the like they are shutting the front door, and they're still finding a way to dig it out. And I think at the moment we're just not finding that little. I th- when it comes, I think it will come good. But um, it's just at the moment, teams have worked us out and we haven't really found a way to get past it yet. And to go on what uh, Tony was saying,
5: um, uh, and also what you were saying, so you were looking at the games and it looked like we had enough to get... It, it's not enough to justify saying that it was a horrendous performance and we had enough in the, in the game that, that we could have stolen it or got that extra kind of... Um, just, that extra inch out of the game, um, and I think what what you were just saying there as well. Um, fuck, I've lost what I was going to say, but hang on, bear with me. When you have like when you have uh, key people out of your team, like Toby, uh, like Wanyama, it's those people that makes a difference. Uh, Rose has been out, um, Walker's gone, so it's those, like Toby's diagnosable. Sometimes you'll get a goal from that Wanyama. When he's like bullying people out of uh, possession, you know, and Rose, all those different types. When when it's a very tight game and you do something where Walker does that overlap or Rose takes someone on and brings another player with him, it's just like you always say, and everyone says, like football's about a a game of inches. And it's just some of those times you get it over the line and you get that 89th minute winner. Mm. Sometimes people just sit deep and you just can't do fuck all about it.
4: Yeah. Yeah, mostly. Um, winless in four, uh, do we blame the book? Because since that's come out, it's just like, oh, my God, it has <laughs> gone to shit. Like, fuck that book. Like, I'm not a big fan of burning books and that, because that's like, you going yeah. back to Hitler and, and yeah, it, extreme yeah. socialism and whatnot. You're going to the dark ages there. Yeah. But I'd burn every one of them fucking <laughs> what, what, what books. What book was if it, if it, that? What? Burn Minecraft. Your-
5: no, no, no. no. Is it, no. it Fahrenheit 451 oh, yeah. or whatever? Uh, is that when they bought it? That's right?
4: quite no, a niche No, niche no, no. no yeah. I, I'd <laughs> imagine <laughs> about 0.1% of the audience have read Fahrenheit 451. Uh oh, right, fine. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea about that book, if you want to... Actually, do sure what? Why not? There's person's <laughs> shit to talk about. Fahrenheit <laughs> 451 four, is an, an excellent book about uh, censorship um, where a, uh, it's based in a, a situation somewhere in the future where... <laughs> where firemen <laughs> aren't there to put out fires, they're, they're there to sit fire to books. And the reason, uh, and that would be to censor public opinion and, and stop them from educating themselves to the point where they could overthrow the government. And the reason why it's called Fahrenheit 451 is because that's the temperature the paper burns. Uh, it's quite quite cool. Uh-huh. Um, but that yeah, no, nothing to do with there. that. I just think... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if, if you could take away that book and burn it uh, and give you back the four performances that we've had previously since then which was beating arsenal beating west brom beating Leicester beating um be? Watford Watford yeah. and being you know more like more or less top of the league would you would you do that if you could take away the book
5: Oh, fuck,
0: yeah. And, and give you 12. So you, you, you I'll be honest, I mate. take away the Bible to have their points back. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going la- to <laughs> <not gonna laughs> lie. <Yeah. laughs>
4: that Jesus <laughs> fella, <out laughs> even beyond yeah. that. Yeah, like yeah he's done, done some good. Yeah. But i just yeah, he did a little, All bit. of the good that you did for 12
0: <laughs> points in the Premier Yeah, he did a little bit. Like loaves and fishes, it's not three points, is it? Do you know what I mean? Look, yeah. It is about
4: perspective and, and what's important in life.
5: I don't think it's anything to do with the book, personally. I, I've not read the book. Um, I don't have any kind of uh, yearning to read the book either. Oh. But, um, again, I'll, I'll say it's a combination of, um, you know, Walker, w- Walker's gone, um, players being injured uh, and coming back. And I think as well, like, f- physically, um, they're kind of... Uh, mentally and physically they look they're not all at the same place at the moment it looks like some mm. are fitter than others uh, some are just returning from uh, from injury so I don't know it just feels a little bit uh, disjointed and <clears throat> with, with, with their fitness and I don't know if it's because of Wembley's a slightly bigger pitch uh, you know I think that might be a, bit bit of a scapegoat in there but I, 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 and I then also sorry uh, one last thing is fucking hell I've forgotten my point again so what is going with on you? with me you had a split before I need some of that weed <laughs> God Um it right, was can I just yeah, why, yeah, go, why, go, why go, you remember go.
4: can do, uh, uh, Toby out of Herald some rumours are saying he's going to be out too yeah I oh, know oh. I've, <laughs> I've
5: got that
4: because uh... you know the, the, you can't say that poor form hasn't coincided with his injury
5: no and it, this
4: mm. has happened for the previous for yeah him. Yeah, he's he's quite the man back there, isn't he? He's a very very good footballer. <laughs> yeah. He's now gone. Um, what, what do you think the refereeing decisions in, in that game? were I mean, some would say that they were favourable towards um, Watford. A little, do you know what? A little bit because Harry Kane got kicked to pieces like for ninety minutes. I, I, I can't say <laughs> there weren't Like a two ball of offences in in, From their midfield Yeah Harry Kane's t- he, he played superb actually Especially when he dropped down He showed that well, Windy called him a number 10 Many years ago And then he showed the uh, quality To be able to do that um, Yeah it's um, it, it, yeah, was it was frustrating
0: Even this is sending off Like I don't. The, the, the arm across. It wasn't an intentional elbow to the face. It was. I put my arm across to get the better of you, and I'm like six inches taller than you are. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but if, if he have kept his arm down and barged him for the pitch, he would have got a yellow
4: card. The fact that you lifted your arm, you could have smashed his face. He could have. But he, he plays could. for Watford. Damn. Yeah. No, I don't care, either like, I, I don't yeah. care about the safety of their footballers. I just, I think he could have. I think an older, an older player would have. Brought his arm down because the way it come across, he's like he's complaining like he saying, "I I hit him on the wrist, but that, you can't <laughs> smash your wrist into someone's face." either. <laughs> that was, it was uh, it was a, a strange one, and then uh, do you, you think be... we we're trying to peel that? No, nah. no, nah. it would have happened by now. I think. Yeah. What um What did you think of the performances when it that went down to ten minutes? We would still give it a go, as you'd expect.
5: Yeah, we did still give it a go, but um. Yeah, the, 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 there was a part where I thought we were going to kind of, uh, again, yeah, we d- we did give it a go, but I didn't think we were that likely to score. To be honest, we had that uh, chance where
4: Sissoko ran forward, and you knew, I mean, you knew yeah, as soon as he broke forward, yeah. you're like, <laughs> at best, we hit yeah. a corner, out <laughs> and as we did get a corner, so like, fair play, Moussa.
5: But uh, yeah, there there wasn't anything thinking back to it where I thought, yeah, we we we're, we're any minute now we're going to score, but we were kind of. We were moving into the final third and passing the ball about, but it just, there just didn't seem to be that, uh, that breakthrough. But then, on the reverse of that, then Watford um, came at us and had a lot of possession and were moving the ball around. And I actually thought that they, that they were going to get um, the second goal. So, I, I don't know. It's- It's difficult. You know, I'm I'm obviously going to be biased towards Spurs, but I I think Watford could have nicked it as well. Well, They had
4: that that penalty shot at the end with a handball and dire. Yeah. Um, Mm. I think what people also forget is that going down... This is a decent Watford side. Yeah.
5: I I, I wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because from years before, um, when Watford have come up and gone back down and come up, and we've just always given them a slap, man. It's Like, Watford have always been a, a fairly shit team when they got to the Prem, and they're just there making they've, it they've, numbers. Been, they've been OK
4: for the last couple of... Th- they've been in the Premier League four years.
5: But, Rick, right? but, but, the, the, the Watford side that we saw against Tottenham on Saturday was completely different to what I've seen. Well, I mean, I haven't really been paying attention to down to Mar- Marco to Silva. I haven't that, been paying yeah. attention to Watford. 100%. I mean, they beat
0: the other, the other day, didn't they? Yeah, they bullied they, them off the park. Yeah, yeah. there's that, and they, they, look... They,
4: well, fuck it, I haven't checked them. I haven't looked at League Table for about four weeks.
5: Yeah, but they're, they're, they're,
4: they're, up, they're close to us.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
4: Um, uh, Neil Hammond on Facebook says, Spurs, uh, Spurs at uh, Game 15 under Potts in the last five four seasons that he's been in charge. 2014, 21 points On uh, 2014 at this stage. In 2015, 26. 2016, last year, 27. Uh, 2017, this year, 25 the last two years, we finished third and second respectively. Yeah. So we're two points behind where we were last year. Yeah, and maybe our running was a little bit more favourable. We won those those games. I, I think. I, I think uh, the question here is that um, are we expecting too much from from a team that's capable of doing only so much?
5: Well, yeah, the, the, there is that. And plus, um, the transition at Wembley is, was always going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Always, there's always you know before kind of uh, you know the Wembley hoodoo and shit like that. Um, it was always going to be uh, difficult because like it's like you're playing at an away ground every time. Yeah, it, it really is, um, and I knew we'd drop points. That that momentum of finishing third, second. If we were still at White Lane, I, I genuinely feel like we probably would have been the title winners this year. Yeah. Or, or, or very close, so again, is, to it. Is
4: it again. So do, do you think
5: Spurs have a right to be... That Spurs fans have a right to be pissed off for their current situation? Um, I, everyone has a, has a right to be pissed off about everything. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's your but opinion. That, but, but that's what he's... But, but it? yeah, you, you, you have a right to be, but and there's no... I don't think there's a, there's a right or wrong, but I think if you think about it... Um, 've With all the like the the kind of variations of moving to wembley and and different things like that and things that have turned up then you probably shouldn't be expecting us to to win the league that, that, right? that just seems a really? very 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 high end expectancy i mean we 're nowhere near winning the league to be fair but well, no I, I know right but before the season started right Yeah
4: we're closer to relegation than we are to the
0: top of the table. <laughs> but before the season
5: started, people would have probably said, Yeah, you've got a good chance.
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah. You yeah I, I think at the lane, the I think, like you said, or we would have had a much it, yeah. better chance at the lane. As far as, yeah, moving to Wembley, I think expectations. Being third, then second, it seemed like you st- there's a steady progression. Oh, well, there's third, there, second. Next year, we've got to win so it in. And- Do feel like we was at that stage, like Teebo, when I mean, you think, oh, second, third,
4: we've just gone a whole t- season unbeaten in the, in the, at home. I can't remember the last time that ever happened. I don't no. think, maybe, uh, maybe in our title winning season. Yeah. But we've just gone a whole entire season unbeaten. you think, can we just... Delay, delay Yeah that, I felt Exactly yeah.
0: that I felt I didn't want us To go to Wembley At all Like please Let's just stay At the lane This has been A good season mm. Let's stay there For one more year Please But uh, yeah it, Like the expectation Has gone up But I think As long as if we consistently Become a top four Side That we stay In that top four Regular Then I think Then we could say Oh we should expect To win it at some point But then third Then second And in and around And about Yeah you, it, Unless you're a one off Like Leicester who win and then sack their manager we'll, yeah, the next we'll season gone, yeah. do you know what I mean like, so yeah I think you're bound to have the expectations because you're buoyed on by the results you're buoyed on by the performances of last season and whatnot. but in reality yeah, look at the teams above us the money they've spent the teams do you know what I mean the players they've brought in the amount of uh, like, what have we done this this year Good. we've done some good sensible bits of business as we always do yeah so there, been, there is going to be an element of Spurs fans that think
4: well I don't, I don't want us to do good business I want us to spend I want us to blow a 150 million pound loss in a season to buy three players. That' going to, and I can understand. that. I really yeah, can. That's
5: absolutely fine. But Where, um, where's the money going to come
4: exactly, from? Exactly. So, so <laughs> the, the cost of the stadium was spiraled to a billion pounds. Out of yeah, a billion pounds. Like, do you know? That's like I, I think. Do they know they're in Tottenham? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a a billion pounds. Yeah. it's in yeah. Tottenham. I know. Like, yeah. Why don't you go and have a chat to? What, like, yeah, I don't Jeez, he like spends a, a billion b- pounds. And so, yeah. It's mad it's not just that though, it's just like uh, the buying up the property yeah. is the it's the rebuilding of the White Island Stadium. It's everything really, but I just hope that I just hope really I really, really hope that in twelve months time we're not looking around the news, Dave, and saying, White <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they say
0: White fear but, of that.
5: Well it d- it depends. It depends how well we're doing. Mm. So <laughs> if like, if we if we're top of the table, and if it's sweet, this will be like, yeah, I'm so glad this happened. If not, then we'll be, like, right in on the high road. Yeah.
4: It's a weird one, isn't it? When you look at West Ham and, and the mm. state that they're in, and there's not much good that's happening, there's a lot of ill-tempered yeah. feeling towards the owners. And these are the owners that m- decided to move them out of their spiritual home. And that's, this is how dangerous this kind of thing can be. And don't get me wrong, I'm not comparing Tottenham to West Ham in any way, shape or form these, a completely different scenario, but if you look at what's happened to them, whereas they had Upton Park, no matter how shit they were, they always had Upton mm, Park yeah. and all the history that went with it. And now they've, they've they've turned into a weird situation where the only thing that matters to their fans is the performances on the pitch,
5: and they've got they've got the London Stadium, which all of them hate. Yeah, yeah. thing is though, like we' with, with both of us, yeah, it, it, we could end up with egg on our face, but from what you read about, and I've read a lot about the new stadium and design, architecture and stuff like that, it, it does feel very much like it's built for atmosphere, for the fans. Yeah, and, yeah. Like and, yeah, there, there is an element of the fucking cheese room and the glass wall and all that. Lot. That's obviously to get the the, the the money through the door and stuff like that, and you would expect it with how, how football's going now. But um with everything else that they've built... They've put in place, then you would think it should be a good experience. But you, it will never be that West Ham running track around no, your pitch. No, 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 no,
4: no Like God I awful. say, I'm not, I'm not comparing them. You not, are, mate. it Sounds like
0: it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> they <laughs> end in Ham. <hand>. That's <laughs> about the only comparison. I mean, they end, they both end in Ham. That's <laughs> where it
4: starts and ends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for the first half of the <laughs> Fighting and podcast. Plenty more to talk about. More interesting stuff than dwelling on on what's going on. In the club at the moment. Um, it would be lovely if everything was just great again, wouldn't it? Yeah. I would absolutely love that.
3: Hi, this is Windy, back with the weekly youth update, or last week's youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. Starting off with the Loneys, Conor Ogilvie played 90 minutes for Gillingham as they drew one-all with Carlisle. He moved back to left-back this week and their fans don't seem overly impressed with his performances there. They much prefer him at centre-back. Tom Glover returned from injury to take a place on the bench for Central Coast Mariners. I'd expect him to get his first-team spot back anytime soon. Josh Unema played 65 minutes for Villa in their one-all draw away at Leeds on Friday. And Cameron Kartovic has played 90 minutes as Sheffield United lost 3-1 away at Millwall, He's getting a bit of criticism lately, though. He's made a few mistakes, and lots of their fans are calling for him to be dropped to the bench. Someone even said he was an accident waiting to happen at the weekend. The under-18s had a good win yesterday. It's been a really mixed few weeks for them. A 5-2 away win at Swansea, followed by a 6-0 defeat at an unfortunately brilliant Arsenal team. And then this week, a 4-1 win against Villa in the under-18 Premier League Cup. There have been some debuts recently, including centre-back Malachi Walcott and midfielder J. Neal Lloyd-Bennett. And Lloyd-Bennett was on the score sheet this week. He's someone who I don't know much about, who signed from QPR fairly recently, and apparently there are quite high hopes for him. Although the main man this week was Rodell Richards, uh, who got a hat-trick playing with the right wing. He's known as RJ for Rodell Richards Jr. Scott Parker said after the match, it's fantastic for RJ, he's been doing very well in training, he keeps his head down, does the right things, and he fully deserves his hat-trick today. I thought he was outstanding. The under-19s will play Applewell on Wednesday afternoon in the UEFA Youth League and we'll get a good idea of which, if any, of the youngsters will be promoted to the first team uh, for the evening's match from that one. I suggest that perhaps Edwards and Shishua might be pushed up. I'd love to see Tangango involved too. He's been really reliable this year. And who knows, maybe Keenan Bennett, who's been impressive on the left, although his form has dropped off a little recently. He's definitely got the uh, correct physical attributes, I think, to be in the first team squad for that match. The under twenty three have had a couple of recent defeats, three two at home to Chelsea and four two at Man City. It's really the same old problem for that group, whereby the gap between the best players in the group and the worst players is really significant, and I feel that holds them back somewhat. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at windycoys. That's coys for come on, you Spurs. I forgot to say in the first half because it's kind of like who wants to who
4: wants to push merchandise when Spurs are. But we're in such alleged turmoil. But, um, yeah, you can get your Christmas jumpers <laughs> <laughs> at thebangkok.co.uk forward slash shop. We've got a Pochettino and a Dembele Christmas jumper. We're going to do a couple more if we have the time. we run out of time. There's, there's so much to do. Um, but if
0: anyone wants their, their Christmas oh, okay. I might snap up one of them Dembele ones.
4: Yeah. Yeah. He's favourite player. He, is. he still is. He still is to this day. Um, I, I don't anticipate the. Because this time last year we were flying, yeah. Um, and um, this year we're not. But if you want to, if you want to support the fighting cock, then all, all of the proceeds of this, uh, of these t-shirts and jumpers, don't go to charity, but come back to us yeah. to keep us running. And, is uh, fair enough? Uh, yeah, I mean it's fair. I mean we could probably scrape along and give it to homeless if we really. If that oh, shoot, I should, why,
5: what, why why are you recording this?
4: Should I I stop recording? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, all right. Let me just move on. Just buy the jumpers. Yeah, don't matter where. (laughs) It's Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) It's Christmas time. Um, Yeah. So yeah, Pochettino. Then ballet jumps. And maybe maybe a couple more if we get a chance to put them together. It takes a little bit of work. Um, Applewell and Stoke uh, moving into this. It's a weird one when 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 the situation as it is at Spurs is is quite difficult. Looking forward to games like Apoel at home when we've already qualified. Actually, won the group in the Champions League, which is there. also fucking which mental. It's yeah. the group
0: of death they yeah. were talking about. Ah, oh, look who's Tottenham's drawn in the in the, in the Champions we'll League. League. In the Europa
4: League. All the Arsenal fans win.
0: Yeah, and we've beat the group. Did
4: mm. you know I mean that? If we beat if we if we uh, beat Apoel, we've got sixteen sixteen points in the Champions League,
0: group. which is That's amazing. Insane. It is insane. It doesn't, doesn't mean a great deal though because you can no. get. By Munich well, I'm hoping This is Poch's Master plan That we're going to Finish 8th or ninth, But he's going to Win the Champions League I'm I'll hoping he's, oh, I'm, I'm hoping He's got it like, I'm hoping He's got some Assassins Somewhere in Italy And Germany <laughs> Doing some Working shit. yeah Working something Maybe got some juju Adi Bajor's back <laughs> Doing the juju And that uh, like, Yeah If we can get Adi i old Dare back on the case Where is yeah. Adi Bajor now? Fuck
4: I man, don't man. know you lost, lost no, You lost interest when yeah. you. Is that what you do to Tottenham? Legends? <laughs>
5: Tottenham, Tottenham Legends. Legends. Yeah. Uh, is, that, is that what you do? Is you dismiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Wait,
4: what's Glenn Glenaudo doing now? Punditry. Dism- oh, right. yeah.
5: All the time. Yeah, all the time, isn't Yeah, I was watching the the Tottenham Watford game uh, on on a stream, and he was he was pundit, and I get, I, I always get caught in two minds because. Uh, You know, when Hodder was playing, I wasn't old enough to remember him actually playing, but Uh, he's so revered within the the Tottenham community. And obviously uh, that that he is uh, held in that legendary status. But then when I hear him commentating and stuff, it, it annoys me at times because he talks as though... Um, what he would—it's almost like what he would do if he was manager. I think that, and that's like that—that's the barring in that of yeah. Well, I was
4: a great yeah. I, I, that's that's something that ex-players have trained under him. Yeah. Uh, have said that, that they he expected them to do what he could do. Yeah. and I don't think he, to some degree he doesn't realise how good he he was if he's expecting Michael Dubry to, <laughs> to ping a ball because <laughs> I did I did a podcast with Michael Dubry a couple of times actually. a lo- Lovely guy. Like, proper down to earth. and the, the shit that he went for around that situation with woodgate and boya when he had to essentially there was a fight between woodgate and boya and uh, a group of asian men and he the woodgate and boya came running back and Dubri was like fuck you guys are right and they were like getting the car and he drove them back to his uh his house and it all cooled down and then police came and got them arrested and Anyway, Doobry was the kind of key witness in this whole whole thing, and, and it came to a point where it depended on Woodgate's testimony, whether or not, uh, sorry, uh, Doobry's testimony, whether or not Woodgate and Boyer were going to get it done. And the, um, the uh, what do you call it? The lawyer, the barrister, came up to him and said, "Look, either you tell the truth and save you and, and, and stop yourself from going for prison, and and you get to see your kids for the next four years, or you back Woodgate and Boyer." and they get off, and you end up going to prison for perversion of justice or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know fuck them. He <laughs> yeah. weren't like that at all. But there's people yeah. still coming up to him in the street can you're I, a grass... I've
5: listened, I've listened to the pod, and it is, it is a fucking brilliant listen, to be fair. Yeah. And he,
4: he, Just to go back to the point, he, he talked about... Because um, uh, Hoddle kept faith in Doubree in the Chelsea defence, and he said there was a moment where he was asking his defenders to... Um, to, to to hit a target from, from range and Hodder would line up and, and, and just ping it with, like the, <laughs> with, with the laces yeah. of his boots and it would land exactly where he wanted it and he's like right now you do it and Doobre's like I, I fucking head I clear I, I, I do clearance headers that's my, that's my <laughs> game <clears throat> and he, he'd try and do it and they'd get nowhere near it and he, he said it was see, he it's demoralising
0: isn't it, like, it- yeah, yeah, you're a professional footballer. You should be able to do this. You should be. And that's what I would assume. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid. Remember Gary Stevens who played for Tottenham? Yeah, right. Yeah. I remember. I used to think, all right, he was a defender or midfielder. He wasn't. He wasn't a goal scorer, right? <coughs> all that no, time, no, no. right? He was defensive. And I watched him on Saturday morning, Teddy, one time doing kick-ups and he caught it on his shoulder and took his shirt off and I watched like fucking hell he's like an average any day footballer and look what he can do and it just made me think right people that play professional football they can do everything (laughs) so I'm disappointed to like yeah you're a defender but you should be able to play ball no? Yeah
4: I I guess I I mean you have to speak to him why he couldn't do it but he's saying (laughs) what what Hoddle could do on the training field at 46, 47 or whatever he was at the time wasn't what a professional footballer could do then but the he yeah uh, it, that, that goes back to what what we were talking about with West Brom. you know it was a frustrating game to lose that one or to draw it, but they they're like professional footballers, they know exactly yeah. what they're doing. if they're yeah. well drilled, if everything goes in their way it's going to be a tricky thing for us to break down because they're yeah. fucking, well, they're better than ninety nine point nine percent of the people watching
0: the game and giving their fucking opinion better yeah. than us. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's the the thing that always puzzles me about football is that it's eleven men against eleven men, and you're all professionals. And it, like, how is it that you can do something that you can't do? Like, yeah. it, it's always a like a Ryan Shawcross type of fella. Yeah. Like, why ain't you Ronaldinho? Why yeah. ain't you Paolo yeah, M- Maldini? Yeah. <laughs> why Why are you not that guy? Surely yeah. that's what you would aim for. And I'd, like for even rapid, I aim to be the best. My oh, my sole aim was if Jay Z ever got to hear me or if Nan's got to hear me, would they rape me? That was I didn't care about selling records. I cared about just being good enough. Is the
4: problem then that you don't? A lot of talented people don't get the platform.
0: Yeah, I would, I would. I would. say that's a look. What's that most popular rap song right now? It's the Tingo skirt? Oh yeah? yeah, that the kids in my class are all over it. They love it, and it, he's not a rapper. He's not nowhere near a rapper. But that's what's popular. That's what's moving. So there's talented rappers out there that sit and sweat over every line, and that syllable doesn't quite fit. I'll take that out because that's have not you, working. If you out. found
4: uh, like, a, what it, like a degeneration of rap music. Yeah, a hundred percent. So used to, used to you, you and uh, Flowness off the podcast. You guys know
0: rap. Yeah, i like I think between probably the very late eighties to 88, 89 was when it started to really come into it, and then. I think the whole of the 90s Was all about being as lyrical as you can Aside from Daz Effects, There's always going to be a few But uh, it was about being lyrical Having the best expression Nah, it's about the wave It's about, does your beat make people want to take drugs and dance And if it does, you got a hit on your hands It don't Mm. matter what you say on it It's, like, I don't listen to it To be elevated or to to be inspired To think about something I listen to it because I like to get high I like to get drunk and it's that kind of music. But you're never going to let uh, Common Sense... I don't know if you know Common. He's got a song called Retrospect for Life, and it's about him uh, paying for an abortion and how how heartbroken he was over it. And it's an amazing song. He's it's, it's got a uh, Stevie Wonder chorus. Lauren Hill singing uh, I Never Dreamed You're Leaving Summer. A Stevie Wonder song in the chorus. Um, but you are not going to get one of these 18- or ninety year old mumble rappers, these drug-taking... But I guess I keep reading the thing lately that... The new generation of rappers grew up off an era of rappers that boasted about selling drugs. Now they boast about taking drugs. Well, what else did you expect? They just grew up off a bunch of people who said, yeah, we sell drugs. Well, you sell them to who? To us, no? Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so they make music for people that take drugs. Is this, uh, is this kind of... But, you know the kids—they die uh, little. Yeah, little pee, was a
4: little P, little P. And then you got uh, little Pump. You've got a little Pump. There's, there's a, a lot X- of little extension. Yeah, Although all I, of these. I, I, like, you
0: know more of them than I do. I try to stay away. <laughs> but
4: if I, yeah, but I I'm, I'm 36 and getting back into it a little <laughs> bit. Like I you mean, know, my favorite rapper at the moment is that X Or X, X- Extension. Yeah, I think his name oh, is. Mate the Fuck knows what it is. Yeah, I can't work it. And out. it's all fucked up. It's like like people call it emo rap now. Yeah, because they're kind of talking about their emotions and their and wanting to die, and like, yeah. Like, yeah. No idea all my friends Avery are, are dead. dead. Have you heard he that one? Have you
0: no. by little Uzi Vert All my friends the, he, are dead. Uzi Vert that's yeah. the other one. <laughs> and he went well, a a dressed completely, completely a fucked
4: up. Like, they're they're <laughs> yeah. like tattoos all over their face, mini dreadlocks. It's kind of, yeah, it kind of, kind of thing. You're like, you know, do you remember what it was like when Kevin Prince Botang joined the Spurs, and you thought we've got this next level of football who transcended working hard and talent and and social media appeal was is going to see him through. Um, that, that's kind of what where rap music is at the moment. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's, let's come <laughs> away from this now. Uh, Stoke, yeah, we have got to play Stoke. Uh, news and uh, news and articles. Uh, just, manual- hang a second, I'll, I'll
5: just I'll just go back to the, to the actual games. Apoel and, and Stoke. Okay. So like we've won we've won the group, finishing top. Um, with this game against Apoel, would you would you be inclined to do? Uh, what uh, our scumbag neighbours have done in Europa and changed the whole eleven, or would you be in favour of um, a bit of a change but keeping a main core to keep up that confidence of of winning? You know Monday? what? I
4: would happily play uh, Trippier and Davies in this game just to see Aurier and Rose in the league. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'd I, I quite like to see them to play.
5: And like, what about uh, some of some of the youngsters that um, are kind of like knocking on the door? Like, uh, like even if, if there was uh, <laughs> <laughs> Edwards. Um, yeah, I'd love to see t- him, s- see get, him get, get a run out. Uh, gets up uh, well for sure, yeah. Uh, and uh, other players knocking on the door. W- would you be Ogilvie? Uh, Ogilvie. <laughs> I don't even know why you're looking at me Because <laughs> I ain't got a fucking clue
3: <laughs> uh, I love it because uh, got party Or, or we <laughs> so so need to us
4: out Throwing some old uh, oh, What's his name? Lankar, Callum Lancaster <laughs> Get him in Get him in
5: um, Would you be opposed to no, seeing a young uh, a young, Ma- Inexperienced thing just to get him run out Not of at all, I'd, I'd
4: absolutely love to see Marcus Edwards Out on that first team, just to get us excited again Because we're in a situation now where Everything is a little bit kind of pedestrian we, we kind of we've experienced all of the good stuff that we we can we are we, not going to be surprised by pedestrian anymore so we're expecting him to just deliver so it'd be great if if just just as a it's the kind of it kind of you know when we used to get a young player come through on a league league 2 game uh, sorry league cup game versus a league 2 opposition south end at home yeah, yeah, you know, yeah chucking a james lever he sounds alright you know <laughs> I mean? like, But Marcus Edwards We know his quality So we get, give him An opportunity there We know he could I, I reckon he would Relish the opportunity In the first team Just yeah. to show what he got and I don't want like us to present. lose Either though
0: no. No. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I, think definitely we, uh, I think we need We, we like, need to win For confidence We can't mind. lose yeah.
0: Against Apple World. Come on
5: lads Oh mate Don't say that You fucking
0: Because yeah, they've only Got pride to play like. for it's just, it's just a matter of pride They've mm-hmm. already qualified like, They've already done The business Like you beat Real Madrid that to beat Real Madrid, that like, I'd fucking live off that the rest of my days. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> but this is the bizarre, <laughs> b- bizarre thing this season we we beat up beat Real
4: Madrid. We've, we've done the double over Dortmund this mm-hmm. year, and I know Dortmund is shit this year; that they're, they're, they're in struggle. But you know, we.
0: But look at the character, even in that game, to go one down and then to come back and and yeah. do what we did. Like that's one thing I will say about. We, I mean, we got these draws. We keep losing early goals, which. We've got to start faster. Do you know? We've got to yeah. turn on quicker. But uh, where there's no real capitulation, like this, we don't get to 60 70 minutes, and then all this are onslaught, and we lose two, three goals, and we lose the game. We can see out a draw. We can look as if we're going to score maybe and snatch a winner. So I think there's that level, that kind of thing's gone. That shaky, ah, oh, it's Tottenham, isn't it? Like, I think that's over with. Yeah, but. It's still, <coughs> we we get draws out of games. We should win.
4: Yeah, we're not losing them anymore for sure. <laughs> right, let's move on to news and articles. Um Unless you want predictions about Apple and Stoke.
5: No, no, no. I just wanted to just bring that point up. That yeah. I just wanted to know how you guys are feeling. That if it's a especially Apple if it's a, if it's a, a, a non-game and just fucking just do it's not it it it's
4: up. a non-game, but you don't want to you don't want to lose that one. No,
5: nah, you need. But I, I, think I we need think... to we need to get that winning feeling back because mm. it is a it 100%. has been a bit you know. With, with the jaws and losing, that you need to, you need to, um, uh, as Potts says, ch- change the dynamic, and you need to. it Doesn't matter who who's playing, you need to get that win to get that feeling back mm. and then and push on from there.
4: Like Jake Livermore, yeah, but he'd been he, like if he was still in the ranks, he'd be perfect for this game and <laughs> hole wouldn't he Jake <laughs> Livermore in centre midfield. <laughs> 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 uh, news and articles. No, Man United strongly linked with Danny Rose. Uh, does the situation <laughs> sadden you? Former fan favourite now facing a stormy exit saddens me greatly. Yeah, it's such a shame.
1: Is, you, uh, you know,
4: the first time we come on the podcast, T, yeah. you said uh, Daniel Rose was your Player of the Year, and this was
0: got to be yeah. a year after he signed his new contract. Yeah, no, he was. He was doing loads though, wasn't he? he yeah. Like a washing machine. He yeah, he was doing loads yeah. back then. <laughs> um, yeah, he black bombing past people, and he's like, still doing that. It's yeah, the, and that, the only thing was that like, I used to. I, he used to make me cringe in defence. And he managed to eradicate that dodgy part of his game. Him and Kyle Walker both did it. They managed to get rid of that. I know what I'm going to do. I'm in my own third. I'm going to try and take you on. I'm going to turn back and then try and... he's, He's knocked that out of his game completely. And he's pushed on but I think the injury that he had the length of time he was out for Mm. I think he kind of he owes the club something rather than to just alright fuck it I'm fit now I'm off I think that the the kind of as much as I
4: understand and and, and, and kind of papered over the interview that he did with his son I do think that he's got some front Mm. now to to, to be causing problems demanding to be in the first team like, like
5: how, Pochettino-
4: has come, how has it come to this? Because, it's, it's because he, the, the position of the club and the players They all get elevated by success And, and with Pochettino Imagine Popatino, Pochettino is the tide And all the boats on, 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 on the sea rise Because Pochettino rises them all And then one of these boats come along and go Do you know what? I'm a fucking bigger boat than a lot, lot of you lot So you lot can fuck off because I'm going in that harbour over there and that arbor over there is fucking Pep Guardiola or or, or Jose Mourinho going, come in, he's safe, he's safe in <laughs> here. And Pep Guardiola's is still... Uh, and, and Jose Mourinho fucking Pochettino's still out in the sea trying to gather all the boats making sure they got smashed by all the all the, the, the waves and that yeah. and Rose Mourinho was like it's fine here because this is a harbour it's calm yeah, the waters it's calm. calm it's, it's calm, calm there area, and there's rich right? boats everywhere Yeah, yeah you, can <laughs> you, you can <laughs> stay out of there you can stay out of there with the fucking dinghies and that and Pochettino would like being fucking Poseidon yeah. trying to make sure everything's <laughs> alright or you can come in here with me where I don't have to be fuck all because we've got all the money that's, that's yeah, the you can what's what's be that? a
0: Norwegian fisherman or you can be a fellow yeah. on his
4: yacht in San Tropez yeah, exactly <laughs> what, there's fucking a lot of Norwegian fishermen fucking happy with their lot. Of course they are. And they're going back to their wives, and, and, yeah. they, and their wives are happy to receive them. Exactly, and they catch fish and at the ca- end of the day. Yeah. What do you do in Saint-Tropez? You eat the Show fish you you that's tr- caught <laughs> by other people. You yeah. eat the fucking sardines on a plate with a glass of Coke, your mug.
0: <laughs> there you go.
4: I think we've just settled it. Stay, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, like, all right, go, go to the harbour, Danny Rose, if you want to. But you won't be happier there. You won't. Nah, because you haven't done. got Poseidon to take care of you. There you, you go. Re-
5: do you reckon that Because there's links Obviously with United But Do you think Because of the contract He signed There'd be any movement From him in January Anywhere
3: No
4: Not January No He's got to get him Into the first team I don't, I don't care Like I don't care About him leaving And us making him A better player Or or his, Just his value going up I genuinely think Rose is the better fallback out of him and Davies, and that I said before. When he, you know, there's no chance of Rose getting fit and walking straight back into the first team. That has been the case. Time has passed enough now. If Rose is match fit, he's got to start. It's not yeah. about, especially now, where you Pochettino not in a situation where he can take liberties anymore. It's not about the players showing the right mental aptitude or the right behaviour. Let's get our best eleven out there as pos- mm-hmm. you know. And most teams won't be able to. Cope with Daniel Rose down the left-hand side, and I genuinely believe that Orio is going to be a supreme
5: right back or right wing back for us. How do you feel about because <coughs> there are a lot of changes, like Champions League and league games and stuff like that, and our, our wing backs are the players that that run a, a lot of the time. And I think with, with Potters thinking that because it's so physically demanding for them to get uh, up and down the pitch that he changes it uh, regularly. Are you in the camp that's like, you know that there are teams that have gone out there that have played like near enough to start in eleven the whole season and mm. they've stuck with it and they've won the league or done whatever? Or are you kind of thinking that he is right to to chop and change the, the fullbacks for every single Champions League game, for every league game and then there'll be an FA Cup game and then like all, all these changes or do you think that it loses momentum within the team that when he does that?
4: I think it depends on the situation. If you're talking about Leicester winning the league, they had fuck all to do other than play their first team in every single Premier League game. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool, when they qualified for the Champions League, nothing, all they had to do is is to do what they had to do to get into that top four because they had no European football. Man City, they've been incredible in the first part of the season. Will they be able to continue to be incredible in the latter stages of the Champions League and challenge for the uh, um, Premier League? Probably because they've got the finances to do it I, I, we don't no. I think Trippier and Davies, Davies have been good enough to hold their own
0: Yeah.
4: I, I think everybody understands that Rose and Oreo are better but Trippier can't beat a man so it, it creates such a blunted
0: yeah uh, but he can put a ball in there oh, he, he, he don't get me, me wrong yeah. but so can Oreo. I don't know
5: but I think that that was the thing about uh, Walker that um, sometimes when you try when you're trying to win a game and it's that that slight edge of when Walker goes past someone that speed and then he's kind of got, gone round that fullback and he can cut it in or he can mm. put, uh, cross it uh, or, or do whatever. But Trips doesn't quite go past his man and doesn't create. Those he's got a different to put, to put, output. Yeah,
4: different output. I mean, yeah, who knows. Um, Clattenberg comments, uh, today. Have you heard about this? I have, yeah. yeah. I read it on the way, yeah. So he's, uh, he's saying that I, I let, let Spurs implode, uh, didn't send them off because he didn't want it to be about him. Although, what is it, 18 months later, he comes yeah, out. Yeah, he just says, made it about him. Yeah. I, so, you know, do you remember that game? Yeah, that <laughs> That's me. Do you remember it? All the mayhem. Do you remember the podcast that we had yeah, to do afterwards? Yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck all that. It was about Mark Clattenberg. Um, how, how do you feel about that? Like nah, he still any-
0: have kept his mouth closed. So like you just said, you can't come out 80 months later and say, I didn't want it to be about me because you just made it about you. Yeah. Like, you. You literally just turned everything on. He said, if you would have just shut the fuck up, then it never would have been about you anyway. Now I've read an article about it, half the world, half the country has. They've read an article saying, oh, he didn't want it to be about him because he just made it about him. Should have let sleeping dogs lie Let's get it
4: as he it that he's, he's gone to China with all this money and he has got bored...
0: I think because you're
5: buy like, or something like that Or he?
4: wherever the fuck he's gone It's yeah, not yeah, the primal Like disappear yeah. you, chose, you took the money to disappear Like stay gone
0: Yeah,
4: like, yeah, yeah. Like, 100
0: He was a ref Do you don't care. You don't know about the no famous ref He's a ref who's had a fucking tattoo Of the Champions League trophy <laughs> he's fucking refereed in it Oh my god really <laughs> Yeah, yeah Shit yeah, man that, yes, That's what I mean You see that, that type <laughs> of thing there that, The way your brain works that, that lets you know The type of person that he is I wrestled in the Champions League once. Like, <laughs> that, like, I've been to the lane before. Do you know what I mean? I ain't got 81 FA Cup winners ri- like, written on me body, though. If he had, I'd give him more respect. <laughs> you know, you know the,
4: the thing is with it is that what he said in hindsight was that we probably should have had two or three sent off in that game. Yeah. But he, he, he instead booked nine players, which saved the next three games of us... Not having those players at our disposal die at the time he was imperious. I can't remember the others. Dembele. Um, it actually helps Spurs by him behaving in the way that he did.
5: But what, what, what that what that also says to me is that um, refs go into games with strategies. Mm. And should you really be thinking about a strategy, you should be seeing it as black and white. That's a foul. That's not a foul. That's a handle, yeah, That's not a handle, that That's sense. a penalty. That's not a penalty. Mm. Um, and that's all you should be doing. Not that. Oh, do you know what? I think Tottenham are going to be up for this game. Maybe I should uh, kind of hold off on red cards. Or maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. You know, in kind of the 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 golden rule uh, that is not an actual rule, but. First 15 minutes of derbies and stuff like that, you kind of let things go because you know it's going to be heated and that. Yeah. You get your warning. After that, it's fucking game on. You get your yellows for that or your reds or whatever. Mm. Um, but then knowing that he's come out and saying that, oh, well, i done this and i done that and I affected the game by this way and I've done this, and mm. it seems a bit like, well, how many other refs come into games? Going I mean, to out that what that, other yeah. games do you go what other into games, that, games you do? do? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly that. So it's like, well... That's that's not fucking great for me. I, I, I
4: think the I think the the Premier League should send out a fucking hit squad, and I'm not taking like a hit squad of, <laughs> of referees. I'm talking like horrible men. Go yeah. out and find him and beat him, like string him up and beat him and, and 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 make him on sort of grainy old 1998 mobile phones apologize. Yeah, the big,
3: pixels,
0: big pixels Big Who pixels Who in a big that pixel is, face Is
4: it, I'm is it, sorry
3: Is it Mark Clattenberg?
4: <laughs> Isn't it Mark Clattenberg? <laughs> don't know But there's a, there's a guy That looks like him Crying his eyes out Strung up Getting beaten Yeah, so, look, I do Did you, did you Yeah, you, you fooled us didn't I'm going to start a GoFundMe. Look, look Watch out Watch out, Clattenberg. Look, he's bleeding out They give knees now <laughs> But I hope you're having a good time in Dubai. <laughs> I'm sure he is. This is the fucking yeah. thing. is that we're scrabbling around for good content of making shit hard on podcasts and he's, he's lording it over and God knows yeah, how many sunshine. women and, and yeah. men are just, just fucking I know the plus side: he can't them. drink over there. If you're yeah. not. I've never, been, I've never been that far. Yeah,
0: no, there are places you can, but like it's, yeah, not, it tells it's, not, them it's not
4: like being in England, mate. No. Nah. And uh, that's why I'm never leaving <laughs> uh, There are some other things that we're going to move on uh, So uh, Jimmy Irwins on Twitter he says Why are our best players so tired Yet the likes of De Bruyne and Sterling Who have played 20 games 20, and, uh, sorry, 20 games and 17 goals each Respectively this season
0: Because Pep Guardiola likes to kiss his players on the neck To inspire them before what, they go out What's your opinion about Pep Guardiola? He needs a good team he, need, he
4: needs a good squad Right yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He has well, to Undoubtedly Because yeah. that, that's how, how He's proved himself Over the last few years But just general behaviour and, and the kind of way He expresses himself Did it wind anyone else up? It, it
5: does wind me up But I think it, it, it plays to uh, so so uh, so His he's narrative up, that, of the of the that he's
4: Grabbing Redmond And going You're better than, you're better than your manager like, he, he went up to Redmond so Redmond's walking off And, and uh, Man City just, Man City just scraped Past Southampton 2-1 yeah. And he's gone up to Redmond not his only the player An opposing player was like You're better than this You're better than this. Like, Express yourself Come and attack us You shouldn't defend it And Rebham's like I'm doing what my manager Has asked me And Peb's going to go Just play it like, like, Express yourself Like he's some sort of Fucking oracle, yeah, Football that's oracle
0: yeah, yeah. Like, just, like, That's disrespectful You can't tell An opposing player Ah, oh, play your game. That if you play that game, my team wins. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you is exactly, can't do that. Exactly. It's that like, like, yeah, is that like that, something going up to your son and going,
4: you, "Your, what your dad told you is shit." Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what I'm telling you now is your uh, other so, other kids' dad, a better dad. Like, yeah. It's like that's, that's what I'm saying. He needs no, a, like, someone that. needs to yeah. serve him up. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> a, that's in a big a, in a big way. Like put him up against the wall and go, "Pep, you're a fucking nonce." Yeah. Like, I think I, I, I,
5: I think that. that's kind of. His insecurities about that he's been to the, the bigger clubs and he's got a shitload of money, or he's either he's managing a team that are, that's only going to win in that league, um, and so then he comes to England and then he tries to impress upon people that he's this master tactician and that he can influence but, everyone by by saying and doing and behaving and what, but, how and what he but likes. There's
4: th- no doubt that he he has he has grounds to believe that in his head. But you know, there's sometimes you need a tough man just put him up against the wall. and say, like, it yeah. doesn't matter what you've done. So the, I'll give you an example like Berbatov at Spurs. Um, apparently, uh, the story goes that uh, Woodgate put Berbatov up, put uh, Burbatov up against the wall, and said, "You know, the way you're behaving isn't acceptable. Yeah. You're going to get done here." Um, Edgar Davids uh, put it on Harry Kane. Uh, sorry, put it on Robbie Keane and Robbie Keane laid him out God, so, I
0: was going to say yeah, can
1: yeah
4: Keane I'm not like that's going to that. <laughs> Robbie Keane laid, laid Edgar Davies out and they said look there's there's levels of decorum and acceptability in English football and we're not we're not a stylish nation you know English football isn't known for its It's flair, it's not Messi, it's not Ronaldo, it ain't Pelé, it's not Maradona. It's Vinny Jones
0: and John Fashion. I wouldn't
4: (laughs) even go that far now. (laughs) (laughs) If we have... Yeah, right, it's them. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, you know, we've got pride in the fact that we won't suffer fucking dickheads. And I look at at Pep
0: Guardiola and I think, you are a dickhead. Do you know what? In England, you look at what, especially the media, if you look at the players that they talk about, like Norman Hunter. He's a legend in England. Yeah. And everything I've ever seen, any footage I've ever it's seen horrible. of him, he just broke people's legs. Yeah, yeah. Like did he, would he, so it was like the man just said, yeah, see him, we, we don't want him to work for the next six months. Boom! out. Say that soonest. There's a, there's a certain way of English players playing football, yeah. and it's either we break someone's legs or we get our head bust open. We bandage it up and we keep yeah. on playing. Terry Butcher. Yeah, Terry Butcher. Yeah. It, it's it's one or the other. There's not flair. It's to do this with heart. But look at it, from a Spurs perspective, we we all kind of laud the fact of uh, Graham and what he did yeah. to Charlie
4: Nichols up, like, put him into the stand. Yeah. That that putting him putting him into the stand is an iconic moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. So we we. Roberts did not put Charlie Nichols in the stand for Pep Guardiola to jump on these his fucking Harrington jacket to have to scream at one of our young English Exactly, players. wearing these
0: red bottoms. I ain't having yeah. it anymore. Pep Guardiola,
4: there's got to be some sort of unified... You know there's like a Football Lads Alliance against Muslims? <laughs> like we, need, we need some sort of Football Lads Alliance against Pep Guardiola. Is there really <laughs> a
0: Football Lads Alliance against Muslims? I've he never heard of this before. No! Oh, what the... F- oh. No, 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 this is not real. This can't be no, real. it's real.
4: It's big as well. It's a big, big thing. <sighs> I mean, and and, and uh, well, members I, of the Football Lads Alliance would have it that they're accepting of Muslims and, and and anyone who wants to assimilate into British culture.
0: Right? W- wouldn't that be like most Muslims? <laughs> like, I like if you, I don't, I know a lot of Muslims. Yeah. yeah, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family are Muslim. Yeah, yeah? they assimilated as fuck. They oh, drink yes. tea. They smoke weed. Well, they'll they'll all be
4: alright with the Football Lads Alliance. <laughs> yeah. It's the ones. It's the ones that like you know want to run people over and that, not we? Then like.
0: we might as well have the football lads against KKK or the National Front. Have yeah. they got one of them? They fucking need to have I, I, one. I, I it's just the, in the name I, of balance. I think the
4: agenda might switch by, and, like, depends on what's hap- happened. But, look, if the... Yeah, all I right, oh, we'll leave yeah, it there. <laughs> yeah, that's disappointing, that is. But, you know. I, I was in the uh, 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 Weatherspoons a couple of weeks ago with my missus and the kids. Um, it was in Holloway, and... Uh, I turned around and there was like loads and loads of lads in like stand, Stone Island and whatnot. I was like, "Fucking, this is not like an international weekend." And I was like, "What's going on here?" And I was, I was texting you lot, but I lot yeah. like, "There's something going on because I'm in Holloway, and, and I know that there is no game at Highbury, but I'm kind of maybe there was a friendly or something." And I was walking around the Stone Island, CP Company, the Hood, the hats everything, uh, and Reefs as well. And I went up to one of them and he went, and uh, I was like, well, is, "Is there a game at?" I think mm. he's like Come back in a Newcastle accent It turns out All of them were Newcastle In, 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 uh, in London In, high, in Holloway on, on a Saturday morning When Newcastle And no football Club, club team were playing mm. And there was like I oh, know we, we're here For a march And that's what it was The Football Lads Alliance uh, Marching against well, That's how successful
0: It was I've never even heard no, of Massive massive yeah. massive yeah, Massive But uh, Wow But there's more Muslims than there is lads in the Football Lads Alliance, I'll tell you that much. My money's on the Muslims. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Javid um, Mohadi, uh, just Javid from
4: the (laughs) Tottenham Family podcast. Yeah. Uh, It says, uh, What's the purpose you've travelled or would be prepared to travel for a Spurs ticket? I drove over 70 miles each way on Friday to pick up a seat for Watford away. Face value, uh, how far would you consider going? Um, I don't know. I come from a time where where tickets weren't a massive commodity I'd, I'd I'd go football with my old man I remember that the, the, there was a time when Spurs were playing man, man United in in the league and my dad was furious at the fact that we couldn't get in on, uh, through the turnstiles on the day and I, I kind of associate that as being difficult to get into a, a game now you know Spurs I haven't really had an issue getting into any game really
5: I remember when I was younger and um me and my dad be watching the game, and then after the game, the tickets go on sale. But then people used to leave ten minutes before the game had finished, and you get round, up. yeah, to get around and queue up. It's fucking mental. I, I remember. The game's going on yeah. in the stadium, and so I'm out
4: the stadium queuing for next week's tickets. We were, we were free up against QPR when, QP, uh, when Les Ferdinand played for QPR, and we started um, queuing up for Arsenal tickets in the semi-final for the. Uh, FA Cup semi-final yeah. in 1993, so the bad one, up. Like, yeah, it was the bad one. It was, it was horrible. It was the first time I cried at football, uh, and they they pulled two goals back, but we listened to it from outside the stadium while we queued around the block to get get these things, which we got. Um, and another time back in then where you had membership books, and you, every FA Cup game you went to, you got a voucher and you put it. Yeah. in <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Do you remember it? Yeah. <laughs> like different times. Uh, I, now I, I kind of I've reached the point where. I feel like
0: I've seen it, seen it all. Yeah, yeah. My stepdad talks about football in the seventies. Like his uncle would take him to QBR, and he'd like they'd just Saturday after, Saturday morning, get up, have breakfast, go down the road, go to the pub. And then go to watch the yeah, football, like you in. pay on the door. There's one adult and like six or seven of his nephews mm. go in, pay and straight in. And he said, like, nah, he said, one, I don't even wanna play. I don't want to pay that much money for a ticket. And you can't just go. You can't just turn up and like, yeah, can I get in there? Mm. Like it's not the same again. So yeah, like, I don't r I I don't like watching football life, to be honest with you. No, uh, no, that it's outside in the fucking cold. I'm not built for this <laughs> weather. I was born in July. My family's from Dominica. That, but uh, yeah, I'm not built for standing outside in the cold, watching grown men no. run around. It's not a uh, telly. Put it on telly all day long. I can drink. <laughs> I know. I, no, I, uh, I, I kind of get it. Uh, there is, there's. Although uh, uh, I love the atmosphere. Yeah, the yeah. atmosphere of being that like, amongst thirty thousand people, I all thinking the same thing. You are. There's nothing like that. Yeah, I, I think the away games is
5: it... It's depending on the game. Like uh, I, I I would travel anywhere to pick a ticket up depending on the game. If it was like Derby game or whatever, but I mean I haven't really had to come up against that much like season ticket obviously like league home games and that <laughs> you you guaranteed your ticket. But if it if it came to the crunch where I don't know, Tottenham made Europe and we were playing away in fucking, I don't know, Kiev. X amount of tickets were on sale and some geezer in Glasgow had a ticket and the only, re- the only way I could get a ticket to get to that game, I'm going to Glasgow. Yeah,
4: I know, I get it. I, I've, had, I've had a cert- certain instances in my past where I've had an opportunity to... Because we've done podcasts and people are like, friendly because we've done the yeah. podcast, they've given us opportunities to get... Tickets that we wouldn't have otherwise got I've always kind of felt a little bit Like I've not, not done it um, There was one time where we had For 2008 Against Chelsea And like, like People were saying like I've got, I've got tickets But we're going to charge up Like twice face value And I've always gone like Do you know, I'd rather not go Yeah that, that kind of stuff I think the people Ultimately In, in terms of these big games And away games People who deserve to go will, will end up in In the away end By and large you know, those that have put the time in and travelled the miles, they'll they'll go and they they always should. Yeah. Um I'm happy missing out if that isn't me. So I don't know. I, I, yeah. If someone said that his Spurs Arsenal at at Tottenham I, I often yeah, yeah. I would probably i probably drive a few fair few miles. Seventy mile there and back ain't the end of the world, but it's I don't you know it's one of those things that I <laughs> I don't really give a fuck anymore. <laughs> I'm 36, I've done it all. <laughs> I'm not driving halfway around the world to buy tickets to any game. Is that bad to say?
0: No, 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 not at all. No, we live in 2017, yeah? Anything that's happening right now, you can watch on your phone. Anything. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, that's the thing, it's not like it used to be, where you if you saw it that... Like even Match of the Day, you can sit and watch Match of the Day on a Saturday evening and, and see what's going on, see the highlights. But you can now watch them games at three o'clock in the afternoon as they're happening, you just on the internet. So there there's there's that Thing of it's a different time now. It's not like you have to be there or you're gonna miss it completely. Yeah. Because like two minutes literally, I go on YouTube five minutes after a game's finished and the highlights of the game are. Running. Yeah, yeah.
4: No, I, I don't, I think I I guess the question ain't about how much, like not missing any of the game. I think it's about not being there and experiencing something special. But I kind of feel like i I've experienced loads yeah, of stuff. To there. Every season <laughs> seems another season. Yeah, there is there is thing. that,
5: but then there is games like uh Swansea away Watford away You can't create that Nah man it, It's an to,
4: incredible I,
5: I would have I would do And have anything <laughs> To have that ticket right, and but, that game. But and the man. people
4: That went to that game Were the ones that travelled 70 miles And they've 70.
5: been to like 30 games beforehand That have got a fucking a Shit sandwich And they're the
4: ones That deserve it Yeah so yeah Of course For me are. to say can't, like yeah. Now Like after having done that For a few years Just go Well I'll drive 80 miles just to experience Spurs and Arsenal away, I, I get that kind of tourist yeah. thing. And it, it, to a certain extent, I think like if there's a ma- major away game, I don't really deserve to be there anymore.
5: Yeah,
4: but I don't know. Yeah, uh,
5: yeah.
4: I, I paid my dues, but not enough to to warrant a ticket for Arsenal uh, the away. The thing, for thing is, as
5: well, I've paid my dues as well. But um, it's it's those pain you use and what one of those things that pain and use
4: ain't enough. No,
5: but the thing is, well, when it happens though, and and you you get to those games and like um, like for me, uh, I think a League Cup game away at uh, Sheffield United and Ericsson scored that both goals. Um, mayhem, and it was mayhem, and it's like you go to a lot of these games and scrabbling around for tickets, and uh, and more often than not, you're disappointed or whatever then when you have that golden ticket and you're at that game and it's pissing down in the snow and there's fucking Yorkshiremen that want to drink your blood <laughs> and you go and do that on their pitch, do you know what, man? There is nothing, no, nothing that can ever replace yeah. that. And it's that's why people go to those lengths, they drive 70 miles because they're chasing, that. they're chasing the dragon. Yeah. Uh, it's like, <laughs> it, it, you know... I, 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 and I understand people that do it's I, I fucking
4: so good. The greatest manifestation of Tottenham is the away support. The, even even to this day, the one that goes home and away, even to this day. They're, they're the greatest representation of, of, yeah, of, of, of Spurs' support. 100%. They really are. They, they, they're the ones that don't react in the way that they do on Twitter. They're the ones that support Sosoko this season. They're the ones that sing Danny Rose's name... Uh, Dortmund away, you know these, these are the people that are lifeblood of Spurs, you know, and and, and and I can't after this then say, yeah, I'm going to take one of your paces. No way, that you them not a fucking. I think
5: it. it's the game against Leicester. i uh, we one, you down, and it was still all Spurs because that then it was just insane. You, you, you have us
0: everywhere. Yeah. Like everywhere you hear that Tottenham faithful singing, I, yeah. I love it. I just to hear it. Like, oh shit, we you the only person we can hear? <laughs> we can just hear like even at Old Trafford. You you can hear Tottenham. Yeah, like yeah, you can just hear Tottenham. That yeah. like, shit. alright cool. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. I do too. Yeah, man. credit to them. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. What
4: I'm saying, and it makes you proud. But they're they're the ones that could do it every single week and week out I'm fucking all power to them. They're, they're legends. A lot of them. Yeah. And like I say, they, they get it right most of the time. All right, that's it for the Fighting Cop podcast. Thank you much, Tony D. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. Ricky. Hi. Right. Uh, and I've been Flav, and this has been the Fighting Cop.
0: This thing not no longer the big dog. Ricky is. I'm not a big dog. You are. I'm just a main dog. Oh.